Well, I did. I did find out. Uh, I I said something in the. I made a mention in the podcast about uh, um, that the, I didn't have any balls in my mouth over the weekend. At least none that I remembered. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I get this text message from Dave, and and Dave said, um, uh, "Ryan, you did have balls in your mouth." He said, "Ty tried to suffocate you because you were snoring so much." <laughs> and that came that came right from Ty. So there you go. I got. Tried to get wow. suffocated in my sleep by a 16 year old. Wow. You, you could go to jail for that too. I, I could <laughs> go to jail. I was about, I was about Don't to say put that, that in the podcast. Been, yeah. <laughs> Edit that out. <laughs> we, don't, we don't need the FBI on our ass. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time, Dave. Come on now. Mm-hmm. Not that you know well, of. Local PD <laughs> wouldn't have a problem with that. You wouldn't need to get to the FBI. <laughs> <laughs> Dirty Bikers Podcast, presented by Memphis Shades, the clear choice for custom windshields and bearings for your motorcycle. And wild-ass seats stay in the saddle longer and in total comfort no matter your butt or budget. Are you following the Five Dirty Bikers on social media? Find us on Facebook and look us up on Instagram and TikTok at Five Dirty Bikers. What are we talking about tonight? Well, we're talking about our very special guests that we have on the podcast tonight. Mm-hmm. Two times. That's Two right. Time. Returning well, guests. Are, are, we, are we rolling? Well, We've Frank's been recording new. for a while. Frank wasn't on oh. last time. Yeah. No, I'm a rookie. He's a rookie. Rookie podcaster. <laughs> yeah, there we go. What are we going to? Are we going to haze him? <laughs> what, what? We're not about hazing over well, here. We, I mean, you could tell stories. I mean, because I'm assuming since his name's Frank, there's kind of like some. It's always sunny in Philadelphia stuff going on here at the Iron Horse Inn. Um, you there's know. all kinds of stories since the nine years we've been there. Oh yeah. Oh boy. Oh boy. It's gonna be a fun night, guys. It's mm. anything can happen. <laughs> And does, I'm sure. Yes, and it does, and it. I've just learned that you just go with the flow, yeah, and not even worry about it, and keep clicking, and then once you turn away, you just go. I can't believe that happened. <laughs> <laughs> Words of wisdom, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You always got to be strong up front. And when you turn away, that's your way to go. Holy crap! I can't believe that. Or sometimes no. you have to do a reality check and look at each other like, "Did you just see what I saw?" Like we're all on the same page, right? Yeah. <laughs> How old was Kinley when she saw the naked guy? That was that was our. I moved up there uh, before oh, the seventy fifth, and when we took over the motel, my uh, we were getting ready to set up for a white wood uh, uh, rummage sale. They have a state uh, citywide, and my granddaughter, she was probably, probably nine, eight, nine, ten was helping me haul stuff to the bar to set up. And there was a gentleman, I shouldn't call him a gentleman, this person was in the back of the place and his nickname was Katmandu. He was supposed (laughs) to be legally blind and all this stuff. And and he started setting outside his door naked. Bruh. Outside of his hotel room? He'd set a white chair outside his hotel room just naked. Yeah. So, right so, so you guys have a you guys have a chair on your property that somebody's balls have been resting on? 
It's outside of your room, man. Ryan's <laughs> just jealous they weren't yeah. his balls. Yeah. So don't feel left out if you want to do that. So. <laughs> yeah, so Ryan, they've already appointed you the satchel suite, so that's your <laughs> that's your residence for the weekend. Yeah. I was I was hoping my balls had gone where nobody's balls had gone before, but apparently that's not going to be true. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so, so as this gentleman said outside this room, we kept trying to catch you. My help held me. And in that one day when we were hauling stuff from my house to the bar, uh, Miranda comes on. He says, he's sitting outside naked. I said, okay, don't go around the corner. Don't go anywhere. I said, just call the cops and have the cops zip around the corner and they can catch him and haul him away. And so my granddaughter and I kept hauling stuff back to the uh, my house to the uh, bar. And, of course, she can't see this guy because he was on the backside of the building one where we were all at. But her comment was worth it. And, she, and we were walking, and she goes, Grandpa, there's a guy sitting back there naked. And she goes, I go, yeah. She goes, it's not even rally time. <laughs> <laughs> so we start them young here yeah. with them understanding, like, when yeah. things are just going to be different. I think that would have been a perfect, cha- uh, perfect opportunity for an ice bucket challenge. I mean, I think if oh, yeah. I, I think if you guys just ice bucket challenge that guy, he probably would put pants on after that. Uh, or shrink. He at the motel. Yeah, he yeah. That. Yeah. He packed up and left. So, so uh, we should we should tell everybody who we have on. So, welcome mm-hmm. back, everybody, to the Five Dirty Bikers podcast. We have uh, a special guest tonight. It's a two-time guest. And uh, very timely because of how close we are getting to the Sturgis rally. But we have uh, Andy and Greg and Andy's dad, Frank, on the podcast tonight as our guests. So we can, you know, talk about all things Iron Horse Inn and Sturgis and just tell some stories and, and, you know, get to know these guys a little bit better. So when you do make your reservations to stay there, you know exactly who uh, who you'll be talking to to, you know, get all your get all your uh, reservations made and, and really know uh, to get the lay of the land up there at the Iron Horse. Thank you for having us. We're glad to be back. Yes. So how does how does a place like yours prepare for an event like Sturges? Oh, very well, painfully. Well, <laughs> yeah. Well, I tell people all the time that, and I think I'd said this um, to a few people when uh, Ryan and his group were there, Planning for the rally is actually the easiest uh, time to plan for because we know exactly how many rooms we have. Typically, those rooms are full for X number of days. And we can look back at history and say, like, how many breakfast buffets did we serve? How many, you know, how how many beers did we need or serve and so on and so forth. So we have a lot of data that helps us make decisions. So that's actually pretty easy to to do. It's you do struggle sometimes finding help, you know, as far as uh, for those 10 days, you know, uh, but then at the same time, especially if you're local or local people look at those 10 days as, you know, a pretty penny, they can work their full-time job or take vacation from their full-time job and then work on the side for 10 days and make, you know, either good tips or, um, and really just have a pretty good time. So I would say the biggest struggle, struggle is staffing. But after that, it gets pretty – we get into a groove. So Frank was just telling us about the, the naked man story. And, I mean, I, I get that people are 
are going to the, an event like that to have a good time. Have you guys had le- like legitimately had problems where you've had to have people removed from the premises or anything like that? In my nine years, no, no, I have not. Uh, I've had to uh, threaten or some some uh, a group from uh, Canada once. Okay. Uh, the, the younger generation and the older generation, they all come down there. They had about 20 rooms, and the young ones were riding up and down my uh, my uh, steps on, between the bar and motel. Those, those railroad tie steps, Ryan? That those go, wooden ones? Yeah, yeah. I go up to that second level. There were young 20-year-olds ride, trying to ride their motorcycles up and down those when they were not sober, obviously. And, Mm-hmm. And one night I, I kept telling them, don't do it, don't do it. And when I was cooking burgers outside the bar, here come three of them, and they just roared up them steps and all this shit. And I said, well, we're good. So I uh, finished my burgers, and I, Josh was a local policeman, and I said, Josh, I need your influence a little bit here. And so he showed up, and I drove up there on the, and I, to those boys, and I said, guys, I said, uh, you didn't listen to what I guy said. I said, I, I, here's what we're going to do. We're going to get you a different room. And uh, they go, well, we don't have another room anywhere else. I said, well, I got you one. <laughs> and and, and the, Josh showed up to police, and he, I said, you're just going to go stay at the, the <laughs> his motel. And they all, they, they just, their jaws dropped. And, and I said, you either start listening or you get your ass out of here. Okay. And the older group of that bunch, the next morning, all them young boys come into breakfast and we're all ap- apologetic and respectful. And in it, well, I had to get my point across. Sure. Frank, I like your style, man. Frank, Frank looks like he'd <laughs> kick a, a lot of ass. I'm telling you. Uh, well, I, you know, keep, keep your calm and get the, the shit done. Right. I would say for the most part, we don't. We don't deal with a lot of hoodlums um that's what i'll call them today i guess but um the people who stay with us are typically the ones that want to go out and ride and enjoy the hills and um they want to be safe because you know they have um they have the bus if they want to go downtown sturgis and have some drinks but typically people I mean, the loudest part of every day is, I would say, between like 7 a.m. and 9 a.m. every morning. And that's because you hear the roar of the motorcycles continually for people getting out and getting out, um, going for rides. And so there's, yeah, you, we still keep the bar open till 2 in the morning, but nobody's out there to cause problems. The people who want to go to concerts and, you know, raise heck, they are not staying with us typically. Don't use that word. We're too far away. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, I'm, I'm assuming you guys have a lot of repeat business. So you've got, yeah. you yes. have relationships with your, your customers. I think they're probably deeper than the best Western down at the Badlands, right? There, there, yeah. There's there's some people from uh, New Jersey that stay up in, in building two in room 50 uh, that have been there every year that I've owned the place. Wow. So you have you have people that are coming and actually requesting to stay in the same rooms and everything? Absolutely. Yeah. So um Ryan wow. Dave, you'll see this when you get here um, for the rally. In every room we put forms where those that have stayed before, if they want to reserve the same room or what they consider a better room for the next year, they get preference. Nice. So and 
in the fall, October, um, November, we start making calls and, okay, are you guys still interested and start building out. And it's really a eight, nine month process because then it turns into giant Tetris because, you know, some people came last year, they loved it. They want to bring three more rooms of people. They all want to be together. Ryan, you've been there. They all want to be inside, right? You know, so they can get their bikes tucked right up next to the building. Um, you know, and then people cancel or want to add more rooms. And that just kind of happens throughout the, the entire time. But yeah, we um, we have two buddies, Bill and Lyle, um, who ride out from Seattle, Washington every single year. Uh, for a long time, it was the two of them and Bill's brother, Tom. Last year, they brought, what, eight other people with yeah. them? And so part of the group trailer, part of them rode out, you know, but they all want to be together. And Bill and Lyle have been there forever, and they want the same room. So then we're trying to make sure we can get them all situated where they would like to be. Because that's important to us, especially for people like like Dave said, um, repeat customers that come back year over year. Yeah. And then we also have the repeat customers who are always last minute planners. And I sure. just had a phone call with two of them who said, you know, and I didn't recognize who it was, but Miranda did. And they said, we need two rooms for these days. And I said, you guys, I don't have rooms for those days straight. And I said, but I can get you in a room for three days. And then on the fourth day, you'll have to switch to another room. Oh, yep. We do that every year. No big deal. <laughs> and they, it's like it doesn't matter to them at all. They just want to be there and we're happy to accommodate if we can. Well, I, I tell you, I'm, I am looking forward to being your newest repeat customer. All right, I, like I, am, I am super excited about coming out. The, uh, the one thing I liked too was um, that I, I didn't notice it when I came in the first day, obviously I was probably singularly focused on just, you know, having the energy to make it up the hill to get in into the parking lot. But uh, um, once I once I got my wits about me, I realized that you guys have that nice area of parking for people that do trailer that they can, you know, they have a, a, you guys have like a special spot. So like, you know, you pull your bike in, you have all the bikes parked next to the rooms and everything. But there's a spot for the people that trailer. I mean, I don't know why anybody would trailer, but I, I do really I, I did really like the fact that you guys had that spot over there. Um, over there for trailing. So uh, for, for free people that did trailer and a place to put it. So yeah, it was, um, it was really a, um, it was great to just kind of put my eyes on it. I don't know what, I don't know what I had as a vision of what it was, you know, what it was going to look like. And then I actually went back and looked at my pictures and I was like, wait a minute, that sign that you put up on the outside of the building wasn't there in any of my pictures. So that happened after we left. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, I was, I saw the picture on Instagram and then I looked at my, I was like, where did I miss the the whole sign? I'm like, what part of the building? I'm like, wait a minute. That's the office right there. I'm like, no, no, no. That must've happened when we left. So that is the old logo and old sign that was down by the highway or the service road. And it was two sided and a storm came through last year. So we got the new logo put up on the sign and the one good sign we decided to keep it. We didn't really know what to do with it. And then our maintenance guy, Brian, he decided to frame it and stain it. And then we put it up above there um, just as a way to, you know, I mean, it's, it's a fun sign. It certainly commemorates our history because that sign has been there since the building was built, you know, almost 20 years ago. So you certainly don't want to just throw that in the garbage, but um, it was fun to put it up there and see that. 
We feel the same way about Dave. He's like an old sign we didn't know what to do with. So we just kept <laughs> hey, hey, Frank, do you get like a constant stream of disrespect from people around you? Or, uh... Watch it. Watch it. Yeah, I, uh, Dave, you get out here. We'll team up. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I got, I got a feeling you got, you're not going to be hanging pretty tight. I'm going to have your back. All right. Feels okay. like feels like you just started an old bastards club. <laughs> when and Dave Ryan met him because um, my dad was actually out here too when Ryan was here, but my dad will be here during the rally, so you know more. Oh, very cool. In your so there'll be, be three of the geezers running around together. Yeah. God damn! I'm gonna have to do two iron butts to come even the score. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't worry about it. But, Dave, Dave just said something. He said, there's going to be three old geezers running around. I don't think you guys are going to be running anywhere. This is just saying. <laughs> you know, oh, no, dude, like I said, I bet you Frank kicks some ass. Hey, <laughs> the thing of it is, when, when you get to be our age and as cool as we are, you don't have to be going fast to look cool. There you, there you go. go. There you go. When, when you we go. get to the place we're going to be, hey, we look good. We look, yeah, you good. Just, we you, look good and all the young women think we're the safe guys. Yeah, you always have to make it creepy. Dude. I don't know about That's that. That's not person. true at all. <laughs> We're the safe guys that got probably extra money in our pocket. There you go. <laughs> I can't when, wait when to you're get that cool, that I can't wait to get that old. I want that level of confidence. Oh, there yeah, you go. yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> when you get to be that old, you don't have to run anywhere. You just sit, sit and wait for the action to come right to you. There you go. <laughs> right, huh? and it happens. <laughs> that's that's Tony's philosophy. I'm not going anywhere fast. I'm not going anywhere fast. Fuck it, man. Yeah, but Tony, and it's Tony's not, not confidence. I just don't give a shit anymore. <laughs> well, Tony's not old. He just looks old. There's a difference. Oh man. So people got to know if you only listen to the audio version of this podcast. Andy has poured herself a drink right in front of us. If you heard the the beverage can open earlier, why don't you tell everybody what you got there? So this is. Ryan Squirt. Did he label the can? Did he wow. leave that behind when he I told her we oh. should put a label on the side and just write that on there. So that would have been great. I mean, you should you guys should put that outside on the on the glass of your of your cooler <laughs> so when people go up and they're like right above the long drink it says Ryan Squirt on it they're going to be like what is that <laughs> got to try it you got to try it. That's it yeah yeah i'm going to trademark that by the way so i'm going to make some money during the event too <laughs> hey, i don't so think you'll make a dime cocktail ryan squirt you can get it mm. yeah, yeah. Tony, oh, someone will buy it. I think you'd I, lose money on that deal, Ryan. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a shirt. It's gonna say, "Ask me about my squirt." <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Uh-huh. You know the the uh, liquor distributor that gets us this, this. She's the one person I haven't asked for anything free yet. So let for, me for the rally. Let not, me see what ever, I can get. Yeah. Let me see what I can get us for shirts and stuff, Ryan. All right. Oh, you should. Yeah, you should definitely tell her. We'll we'll promote that all over yeah. the place. Is that the sure. same company that makes that cactus water stuff? My, I know my wife drinks that. No. So this is actually from Finland. It's a Finnish company. And okay. so the only reason why I ended up drinking it is because Greg and I took a flight to Arizona in April. March. March. And I. I think somebody was talking about getting on the airplane and as soon as you get on the airplane, needing a drink. Was that anybody here? But anyhow, um, I needed a drink when I got on the airplane (laughs) and they were out of everything. I mean, it was like a 930 p.m. flight, so they just didn't refill the 
the alcohol options. So this was the only option that I had on the flight. So I took it and I was hooked. The first thing we did when we landed in Arizona is go and find me some squirt. <laughs> it made, what what is that really called? Is it called? So it's squirt? actually called long drink. Okay. Long drink. <laughs> and it's made, it's made with gin and it's got it. So, and which is juniper flavor, juniper berries, a little bit of grapefruit. And this is the sugar free version, which goes really well at our place. And works great for Kenny. Yeah. Yep. Yep. But it, they also make one called a strong drink. And this is. Five percent alcohol, and the strong drink is eight and a half percent alcohol. So Ooh. it's just a little, a little extra. Something. It's the black can. And and if for those of you that that like, uh, for those of you that like a uh, a full bodied flavor, they also make the thick drink. Oh. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Is that can flesh colored? Maybe it's purple for the the rim. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually a gradation of color that gets, that gets, uh, (laughs) you know, at some point you're going to get us uninvited from coming back here and I'm going to kick your ass. Hey, you have you have no idea what happens at two thirty in the morning at the Iron Horse Inn in a bar with no lights on. I, Greg actually turned the lights on for me so I could find the bathroom, which I didn't. I don't want to. I don't want to know these off. things. Bro. I'm gonna have a knife. That's I mean, this is this is stuff you don't talk about. You know, it's, so that so that's why we had to clean the bathroom the next day. Uh, <laughs> Ryan squirt too much Ryan squirt. <laughs> Yeah, well, funny, at least I, I was smart enough. I was trying to contain him in the linoleum. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When, uh-huh. At least I, when I realized, I realized when when uh, we had been sitting there talking for quite a while, and Greg gets up and he's like, "Do you need anything?" And I said, "No, I think I'm okay." And he stood up, and it was like the wall moved seven feet to the left because he <laughs> he he went to reach for a wall that was not there, and then he was like, "Whoa, mm. uh, that wall was a lot closer ten minutes ago than it is right now." He's like, like, do you need something? And I said, no, I need to be able to get back to my room. And I see that that wall is a lot further away than it looks. (laughs) (laughs) So I think when you get here, I'm going to order some strong drink. And I, in my head, I'm envisioning a video with the music long, strong, here to get the friction on. And and then I think long drink, they'll probably want that. We'll probably get paid millions. We just make it a TikTok and you'll go viral, Ryan. You won't get paid anything, but you'll be famous for a little bit. You know, we're (laughs) going to have tons of recording stuff with us. So I would say there's a potential that things could get pretty interesting. So make, make, make a modern age juicy fruit commercial, but with that drink and Ryan. Well, there you go. Juicy fruit commercial. Uh, I've seen a lot of juicy fruit commercials in my yeah, life. I bet I'm you. About. I bet you. If I yes. wear a medium shirt and some small shorts, that thing will really go viral. Oh, you need wow. to wear a football player like crop top. <laughs> hey, you can wear this. <laughs> there, you oh, yeah. there you go. That'll come up to Ryan's nipples. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe so. I look like that farmer on the Water Boy. <laughs> so Ryan, I do have a question for you. Yes, ma'am. You, you know, you chose an amazing weekend to come because a lot of weekends we don't really know what's going on, you know, other than event weekends. 
but you chose a weekend where we had a group that comes every year and we just call it Ernie's group. Um, but they come from Colorado. And so it was a lot, a lot of fun to be able to make sure that Ryan and his crew were kind of put what we call the tunnels, which have the slight um, overhang to protect the uh, motorcycles, but you still get to pull up to your door. What was it like waking up in the morning from your perspective and just seeing motorcycles outside your door? And I mean, was that, I mean, cause I don't think some people really understand that experience or what it's, what it's like until they get there. You know, for me, it was less about waking up and seeing the motorcycles in the morning as it was like kind of pulling into the tunnel where you felt like you were like, <clears throat> it was like valet parking, except you were driving your own motorcycle up to your up right up to your door to your room. That was really cool. And then whenever when you know, when you're like taking off in the morning, even the morning when we left, you're like driving out of this tunnel and we went around the buildings and kind of went down. And even though we were going home, you get this feeling like, ah, oh, you know. I was a little bit sad and it was, it was, you know, kind of good to be there, but it'll be, I'm, I'm super excited to really see like the whole area filled with bikes, um, you know, in all of the tunnels and around all of the buildings and just, you know, walking up and down and seeing all the bikes and everything. And what I thought was really cool is, is just the, when you pull in um, and we, when we stopped and kind of greeted each other right there, just the, the number of people that came over and just said, hi, right like right away that we didn't know and didn't have any idea who we were i thought that was really cool so it's it's going to be a great experience going up there um when the whole place is 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 filled with motorcycles like that and and dave is going to be like coming off this crazy high because he's going to go from the 120th out to sturgis so it's like he's going to go from a full the full motorcycle experience to the motorcycle mecca so i mean you go from like harley creation to you know Harley salvation. It's going to be crazy. Yeah. And I'm, uh, I'm riding through the uh, burning forest fires of Canada in between. You're going to ride up to Canada. Yeah. We're riding, uh, we're riding, uh, Volts and I are riding Southern Canada. Hopefully wow. the winds will be blowing North and not South. But. Mm-hmm. You know, we were, Ryan said he was going to show up at about five o'clock that day. And, and I'm, I'm, Self, I'll admit, I'm a control freak. But Andy was mama heading and like nobody's business. Oh, they're yeah. not here yet. I'm like, I hope they're okay. Testing, you know, they probably hit some weather. And I said, I know, I know. I just want to make sure everything's okay. And you know, because in my mind, it's like I just don't want anything to happen to anybody. And so pretty soon, I hear this motorcycle, um, and I said, Oh, I hadn't seen anything. Nothing. I said, Oh, that's them. And Greg's like. No, it's not. And I said, oh, no, I'm pretty sure that's Ryan's motorcycle. And I only say that because of how often you guys talk about how loud his motorcycle is it, on the podcast. Did it sound really, it sound really crappy? You heard it from a mile away. That, it wasn't that, but I was like, oh, yeah, that's them. And I just got up and I saw the, these, you know, these four bikes pop, um, pull up. And, and I said, I don't actually, I had no idea if it was them or not because they all had helmets on and reindeer. I had no idea who was getting off these bikes, but I was really grateful when it was Ryan who popped his helmet <laughs> off and it, and some guy wasn't just standing there like, who in the hell are you staring at us? <laughs> but so it was kind of fun to be able to, to greet you guys and make sure that we were there. And it was fun. When you're out here for that rally and uh, you park in that inside and where you're at and you get up in the morning and you walk down your tunnel or that night and there's, 
there's 50 to 75 motorcycles in your tunnel and every other tunnel, the millions and millions of dollars that are sitting there and the paintings on the bikes mm -hmm. and the, oh, I mean, it's just, it's just breathtaking yeah. to, just, just to walk around. Yeah. And then so to me, the most exciting thing is in the morning, like Andrea said, is when they all start firing up their bikes and leaving the rumble. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's, 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 it's something. Yeah. So I should be I should be coming in on the afternoon of the first, the August first. When I when mm -hmm. I get there, what should we expect as far as crowds? Are you guys when when do you guys really start to get hit heavy? I guess. So actually, I just looked at this today. So you're coming in on the first, which is a Tuesday. So I think I think we'll have probably about twenty rooms that day, which for a normal <clears throat> for a normal hotel, that's you know probably half full. Um, so then what we'll, you'll see is, you know, about five, six check in every day. And then on Friday, we have 50 that check in. Wow. And on Saturday, we have 81 um, wow. rooms checking mm. in. And all of them stay for at least three days. Um, that just helps us with turnaround time and everything like that. So um, and then by Sunday, we have Sunday and Monday, we have no rooms available at this time. So Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, yeah, yeah we're 100, 194 rooms. And usually those rooms have, you know, two, three or four people. on yeah. So there could be a thousand bikes there by that point. Yeah, it is wow. incredible. Hmm. Wow. You should get some time lapse and stuff, right? In the morning of people rolling in and out. Yeah. That'd be cool. <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, if Greg keeps me up to 2.30 in the morning, my ass is not going to be up at 7 o'clock watching bikes roll in. I can tell you that for sure. If Greg keeps you up until 2.30 in the morning, Greg's ass is grass. Greg just won't go to bed. Greg's got a job to do. Campbell will not be safe. If I go if I go over and Greg's sitting on the outside of the fifth wheel, I'll know what happened. <laughs> oh, so last year, last year, this is where Greg will probably be sleeping. So last year we had a young man who didn't make it back to his room and ended up sleeping kind of in the patio area. Good for him. So he, he wasn't sleeping. He passed, <laughs> he passed out. So at about five thirty in the morning, my nephew and my sister um show up to start helping breakfast. We start breakfast at about six o'clock or we start preparing at six o'clock. And on the video camera, my sister comes around the corner and you can just see her like literally take at least six foot jump backwards. Like her eyes are as big as Oreos. It scared the shit out of her. And my nephew, who's half dead asleep still, he's just like, you know, just walks right by this guy. And then pretty soon you can see them once again in the video or in the on the video camera. There's a window that's sitting right there. You can see them peering out, trying to see the guy in the that's passed out. They thought he's dead. They thought he was dead. So they pretty soon Mark comes over and Mark yeah, checks. Yeah, my dad's he, over there like he's not dead. Yeah. And then the guy finally wakes up and he kind of brushes himself off and we, they just watch him walk to his room and he knocks on the door and they let him in and he. Wow. Came Holy back shit. out eventually, but yeah, that's one mm. thing we've never had happen is we've never had anybody pass out on the patio, at yeah. least not overnight. And he wasn't out front, Ryan, when we went out the exit only side door, when we left Friday yeah. night, he was wedged up against the wall to the right of there. Oh, okay. Whoa. So he was on the yeah. car? In the little 
Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah we'll 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 kind of oh, end well. by building one. So. It wasn't going to get rained on. No. That's right. <laughs> that's uh. I can safely say that that's not a place I've ever woke up before. So. Uh, face down. I woke up face down one time. That wasn't very comfortable, but. <laughs> We should hopefully have a lot of people joining us then in the uh, I-Bar, right? Is that where we're going to broadcast from? Yeah. In the I-Bar? Yeah. So it sounds like there's going to be a, a pretty pretty big crowd to, to kind of yeah. join in. So about five, you said about five o'clock mountain time every day, right? The five-day window is... The five-day window is the big time when people come back off the daily rides, come to the bar, either start drinking or have a little bit to eat, wait for the bus, and then go. So that's usually the busiest time other than breakfast. So, yeah, that's then, what I was thinking, five to six mountain time to start. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's kind of a roller coaster ride at the, as the people come in. They'll come into the bar. They'll start pulling back in three, four in the afternoon, and, going showering up and getting ready and then they'll be heading down and the bus takes off at, at every even hour so at six o'clock the bar will be full and at six o'clock they'll all get on the bus and the bar will dwindle down a little bit and the bus will leave and then at seven the bus comes back some will come off they get off go to the bar the bar's filling back up again for the next eight o'clock run and it's just it's just a roller coaster ride. People in and out constantly. Yeah. Wow. And uh, and I hope the temperature stays in this area to where uh, we can open our front doors and side door in the front, and we just leave it open so the patio's connected. It is. It's just quite the thing. Yeah. So if it's not a lot. So. Nice. But you, you'll be having people flowing by you guys all the time. So. And, and we get some odd I, – I, I hesitate to use this word because I know Ryan's going to take advantage – bedfellows. So if any of you are familiar with <laughs> – if any of you are familiar with Trask performance out of Phoenix, um, yep. Nick, was, Nick Trask was in our bar actually shooting dice and gambling with my mother last year. Yeah, that was awesome. around. Yeah. Very cool. And I have some Ryan staff members. Who have specifically asked to work some shifts around you guys because I think they they want to be involved. Oh, in very way. cool! Yeah. yeah, sounds like a lot of fun. So hmm. We and we have never tried to replace you, Brittany, but we do have a substitute redheaded Brittany that works at the bar. Oh, there you go. <laughs> uh oh, that could be trouble. Hey, Dave, <clears throat> can you bring me one of those ascots to wear? <laughs> I do have an ascot. I actually do have an ascot, but you haven't earned the right to wear it. So, well, maybe I'll maybe I'll find my own ascot. Dave. You 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 probably should. You better watch well, out, Ryan. He might throw some hot coffee at you one of these days. <laughs> Ryan did pop his cherry. He wrote the coffee. That's right. I, I know. I I saw I saw a photo. Yeah. yeah. I not only did I r- ride to coffee, but I caused all kinds of trouble in in Greg's local coffee shop for the uh for everybody cuz I started moving the furniture around so we could all sit at one table and 
the uh, the gals behind the counter took exception to that. The so, owner yelled at him. And yeah, asked she what she doing. she yelled at me and she said, "Did I did I did I tell you, you could move the furniture?" And I said, "You absolutely did not." <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> you didn't see I could. Yeah, he said I could do it. Yeah, then I pointed to Greg and I said, "He said I could do it." He was the local, and I know we were in his joint. And she looked at Greg, and Greg's like, "Thanks for throwing me under the bus." And I said, "Now you know what to expect from me." Yeah, I'm pretty sure at some point Ryan's going to get his ass kicked while we're out there. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why you think, Greg. Did I was I causing any trouble enough to get my ass kicked while we were out there? No. See, I even offered. I offered after we moved the tables back. I told her, "See, I said I found a lot of stuff under your tables that need to be cleaned now." I asked her if, if she had a broom and a dustpan that I would gladly clean it for her, and she she said, "Have a nice day. Please leave." Yeah, I would <laughs> come over there and hit you in the nutsack. <laughs> Greg, Greg was apologizing on this on 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 our way out. So. Andy, Andy goes there a lot, and and I'm like, I don't, I don't need Andy to hear about it and then come home and be like, I haven't been there since. I all I feel is shame. Well, that was the, <laughs> oh, the shame. No. That was the uh, the Sturgis coffee shop, right? That wasn't yeah, it was, the one. Yeah, also, right where, also, where Patrick gets his daily coffee usually. Yeah, yeah. no, it was Bob and Bob and I was talking to him when he got back. We were chatting on on text, and we're talking about going down to that one in Whitewood. Caverna? I think that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I got yelled at, too, because I sent my picture of my coffee to Dave, and then he made some sort of mention about it not being real coffee. It wasn't a fucking got, coffee. It was a foo-foo drink. It was iced coffee is all it was. It wasn't even a foo-foo drink. It was a foo-foo What kind drink. did you get? I don't even called, know. It was like foo-foo, like F-U-F-U. It was like, <laughs> yeah, I'll F-U all right. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, was like a, it was like a mocha. That's all it was. It was just a mocha with ice in it. It was an iced coffee. And it then was Dave was like, coffee. Dave was a hipster coffee. So what kind of coffee do you drink, Dave? Coffee. What yeah. was that thing Black you sent coffee. from Ecuador or whatever that had the four cons? inches of foam and the ash shavings on the top? Yeah. <laughs> Ecuador. I didn't go to Ecuador. When you were in Paris with your ass cut, what, yeah. what was that thing that you were drinking out of that little tiny cup? Well, that was an espresso. Yeah. That's not even that, a real coffee. That's actually coffee. Technically, it's real coffee. I mean, come on! It was served. In, it was served in a cup that you play tea that you play tea party with your kids. With. <laughs> yeah, but Ryan, Ryan, if if we feed you that when you're out here, you will shit your pants on your motorcycle. You will shit I, his pants all over the place. I, right? There is no doubt. There is no doubt about that. About it, that that would happen. I I, I have I have full confidence that I that if I drink one of those espressos, I will not make it back to the the hotel you know or this is the thing i'm fairly certain that we can't go back to that coffee shop anyway because we sat down to drink our coffee and bob was in the bathroom so long they had to call the plumber and they had to call the locksmith to get the door open and the plumber to fix the bathroom before bob could come out that's you guys i I wouldn't so i'm just saying as long as they don't have an asian buffet we should be good to go that hey, listen, <laughs> and we and and we only have one kind of coffee. This so this is to, to give you some to give you guys a, a little bit of of uh, a background on what we're talking about at FDBM 2022. We we had our event and everybody decided they wanted to go eat. So 
we were trying to find a place that could accommodate a large group of people. So they were like, hey, by this grouping of hotels, there's this buffet over there. So everybody takes off to go over there. And Tony and I uh, take off and it's just him and I because everybody else is already over there. And Tony's like, Tony's he's shaking his head. He's not saying anything on comms. He's just shaking his head. And I go, what? And he goes, these motherfuckers. He goes, they chose the worst place in all of Kentucky to eat. And I was like, what are you talking about? And he goes, this buffet? He goes, it's going to do some damage. You just wait. <laughs> <laughs> so, Why did you stay? You should have just went somewhere else. Because we gotta, told him we were going to go, just yeah. so you know. So, I went home. Worse, I was like, Brittany, I'm, Brittany, not I'm a man they, of my word. If I say on. I'm going to do something, I do it. And I not went to that Asian buffet. Did they stay? Dustin and I weren't with anybody. We were over at Cocksmokers getting some getting some I food. You were. <laughs> yeah. These two tell I just us to watched. come over there. So we went and met with them and got in when they were already halfway through the buffet. Yeah. So well, and and yeah, that so I that mean, is that a real, sounds that, like it's your guys' fault for showing up after that, that. That's a real smoke shop in in Louisville called Cocksmokers. So if you <laughs> if you are a a uh, uh, a cigar connoisseur, Greg. You can go to cock smokers and you can wrap your mouth around something long and brown. <laughs> long and strong. And they have booze. They have a healthy bourbon selection too. Yeah, they do. So, so we go to this joint. Don't, this don't tag me with a good time. Two uh, thirty, two thirty, right. Louisville. Are they Central Time? Two thirty Central Time. No, no yeah. we're Eastern. They're, They're Eastern. Eastern. So, so uh, it's early then. So well, we go I'll tell to you this- what, you you come out to FDBM twenty three in Louisville in September, and we'll we'll take you to. Cock smokers. We will not be going to the Asian buffet. We will, we will not. not. We will. I'm a man of my word. Like I said, there. I will not go back to the Asian buffet. So <laughs> there was so we, like we 40, go 300 pound penguins walking out of there. We were all. Yeah. So <laughs> we, we walk we walk out of that joint and we're standing in the parking lot talking and there's like a, a huge construction trailer. And I go, hey, I'm like, Tony, I said, uh, I'm not going to make it back to the house. <laughs> I, I need, I'm going to go over behind this trailer. I'm going to take a piss, and I'm like, then we need to go quick. I'm like, uh, I, I'm I'm about ready to do some damage, and I don't have enough changes of underwear. There's like to make a 15 minute window when you eat there. You got 15 so, minutes. So I go behind the trailer to take a leak, and all of a sudden we get back from FDBM. Like 35 of these motherfuckers took a picture of me taking a piss. Well, you're supposed to go behind <laughs> the trailer, not in front of it. Yeah, yeah. So these 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 fuckers took. So I we get out of there, and and I said to Tony, I'm like, it's a good thing you have more than one bathroom in your in your place because we uh, we we made it back to Tony's from the, the Asian buffet at warp speed, and uh, yeah. So I knew what situation I was in. I knew what was going to happen going into this this thing. Yeah. <laughs> I went up. I, I went up there to get some food, and I reached down, and there was like the food was moving, and then there was a fly on top of it to begin with, and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm out." I'm like, I, I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can. I mean, literally, I, the number of messages we had in the Discord after that was it was horrible. It was hilarious. I, mean, I got it went back on to the for table. like a week. I got back to the table, and there was somebody sitting across from me, and they were eating devil's egg, deviled eggs. And I go, <laughs> I said, I'm like, that's the bravest thing I've ever seen in my life. You go to a buffet like this, and you pick up some devil's eggs, and you think that's a good idea? I'm like, that's like poison yeah. on a plate. Tony, how many people live in Louisville? Like, like there couldn't be better decisions made? Like, Dude, I, I, I agree. I don't know. I had no, I had no input on this. I just went where everybody else went, and I was just like, man. 
fucking mistakes are being made right now. But I went ahead with it. it was and, awful. and you're like, this is a train wreck. I'm just going yeah, to watch, watch this. I'm going to watch. And everybody's, most of the people are riding back home the next day. And I was like, it's going to be a disaster. I mean, <laughs> yeah. You know, we, we called, no we called that. at the local Walmart. Yeah. Ends left at the local yeah, Walmart. Yeah. We, we mm. called that ride home. We, the ride home was uh, from FDBM 2022. It's called the Brown Butt Rally. Yeah. Yeah, it was bad. I, I can't I go think to it Orange. Even affected Virginia Percy, anymore. didn't it? Percy, you had to stop somewhere in Richmond or something. Yeah, no, I, I am banned from Orange, Virginia. <laughs> it, uh, <laughs> the entire place or just the whole place. They even I tried you know, last year I tried to take a shortcut through there and the cop was like, Fuck no, get back, dude. It was like when they had to hit the auxiliary power in Christmas vacation when he turned on his lights. Percy went to the bathroom and had to get the switches. <laughs> the nuclear switch. Yeah. yeah. After like eight hours of riding, so it was. You know. Yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna make that one of these years. We we were gonna do it last year and we didn't, but we're gonna one of these years at FDBM we're gonna hand out leather straps with our logo on it, just so you have something to bite down right on. Down after you go on. To the yeah, it was terrible. Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. it was terrible, terrible choice. Yep, yeah. it happens. I can't believe you just went along with it. I mean, hey man. Men are Living so weird. Learned. You can't. Just you can't. T- you can't tell. Would you, her. I, I Andy? Would you do that? Would you just? No. If you knew it was clearly a bad choice, would you just? Okay. Greg is like, yep, oh. I'd go. No, she, <laughs> I'd go. She also hates buffets. Yeah, like, I'm not a buffet yeah, like she, Okay, but like, we're going to the buffet. It doesn't matter what. Putting that aside, though, let's pretend that it's like I don't know Texas Roadhouse, but we know that there's problems at this Texas Roadhouse. Would you go anyway? I would just I would say you know very politely. I know you guys think this is a great idea, but as as somebody who lives here, you really should take my suggestion. So we can blame Tony. Yeah, yeah, definitely. No. Well, he admitted yeah. to not. not I was. I was. Yeah, Tony wanted to see the damage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it's just like my kids. You know, I'll give them my advice and I'll say, do what you want to do. Fuck around and it's, find out. You what's know what extra I mean? amusing though is that you you wanted to watch the damage, but you also participated in it. You're like, That's what blows I do this mind. every day. It's fine. What's another day of damage? Like, I would have had a side menu. Like sometimes buffets. You can order it. You can choose the buffet, but then you mm-hmm. can also choose off yeah. the menu. I would have at least thought Tony would say, I'm going to do this off of the menu. So he knew it was fresh, but you just went along. No, I just went right <laughs> along with it. I don't, I don't think I, that was an option. I would be all you can be. I went to one of those places. I shit you not. So when you ordered off the menu, they would take your plate. I shit you not. They would take the plate to the buffet and fill your plate That's from right. the buffet food and bring it over to your table. I'm like, I just ordered orange chicken. They're like, you have orange chicken. I go, the fuck I do. I have orange chicken that you just pulled off you the buffet, buffet chicken, which I did not got. want. Oh. You got that open air, any type of open air food I'm out on. And I'm just saying this from experience, not opinion. (laughs) (laughs) Not opinion. Open air food is never equals out. It never works out. There's two things. There's two things you should know in life. If you go to a restaurant and there's a construction trailer out front, just turn around and drive away. Just drive away. And if it's, and if it's a buffet that a local tells you drive away, a mistake is being made. Turn around and drive away. Yeah. Yeah. If it's open air food, leave. 
I'll put a little twist on this that the only time I will suggest it is if it's for breakfast at the Iron Horse Inn. Well, see, I was being quiet here. I was going to let this play out, but I'm and glad here's you brought why, that up. And here's why. I, I, I wholeheartedly hate buffets, Tony. And it's, and it's usually, and the reason why is because if you have a buffet that's open from 11 a.m. until 8 o'clock at night, that's I no wholeheartedly bad. agree. That, that's just nasty. But if you have a buffet that's open for but very limited hours, and it's just like for breakfast or say like a, you know, a special occasion or something like that. I will do that. And I'm, I'm all in for that. Like a catered buffet or something like that. I will do that at a wedding or something like that. But no, I'm not a, I'm not a buffet person. It's gotta be for well, very specific reasons. I am not a fan of the roller hot dogs. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> a roller They've hot never, dog. Yeah. The oh. ones you go gas station yeah, to fucking draw the rollers <laughs> those gas yeah, station yeah. hot dogs are glorious no i've never had a good experience with those ever They're, i mean I, at least at least like any germs will like they'll they'll bake themselves off but if it was just hot dogs in like a bucket of water everything's just gonna sit and mingle in there forever give me a roller hot dog and a gallon of butt putty <laughs> <laughs> this is and this i is can what? make it home I call I call a roller hot dog. It's called a three bite gas stop. If you can't eat a roller hot dog in three bites, you're not doing it right. Jesus. Oh, okay. I, I do need to caveat because I want Dave and Ryan to be safe. So Brittany, you asked Andy about good decision making. I don't know what day it is. I don't know what day it is. The asterisk to Andy making good decisions. There is a concept called National IPA Day. And Andy loves IPAs, and she tends Mm. to drink too many of them on National IPA Day. And that has fallen at the beginning of the rally at certain times, so questionable decisions do get made. Uh, (laughs) So let me ask, are those your IPAs? Is that from your brewery? Yes, but she'll drink any. I'll drink any She has no... No qualms. We're, we're an IPA household. Well, for, too. Our, for our uh, listeners here that are that might be in the area, um, tell us a little bit about your brewery and oh. the type of uh, ale that you produce. Well, so uh, we are part owners of a brewery here in the Black Hills uh, called Lost Cabin Beer Company, and so we. I mean, I think at this point we've been open for a little over seven years and we've probably produced some upwards of like maybe 40 different types of beers. Um, Way more than that. We have 26 on tap and a tap well, okay. as of today. Types, wow. I said. Okay. Yeah. So anyhow, um, I would say that the ones that we're, we're most known for is one called Bruce Banner, which is an American pale ale, which is just slightly bitter, um, not as bitter as a true IPA. Um, and it's a smash beer. So that's how it got its name is Bruce Banner. It's single malt, oh. single malt. Yep. Um, and then we have what I, and I'm not actually saying this because I, um, because we are part owners, I am one of those people that if I find a good IPA, I will recommend it regardless of who made it. Um, but I do believe we make one of the best IPAs and it's called Sodank, S-O-D-A-N-K. Um, it is an amazing IPA. And then we're also known for our Scotch ale, which is called Lord Grizzly. Um, Did you say Horde Grizzly? It's Horde. Lord. Horde. Lord. Like L-O-R-D. I was like, wow. Good Lord yes. Grizzly. Horde. I, okay. I thought you said Horde Grizzly. I'm like, wow, how'd you get away with naming your 
your well, how'd you get away with naming your drink after a slutty bear? <laughs> <laughs> but, but Ryan indulged in um, our Hefeweizen, which was it's which is our German wheat beer, which is also very good. And then just recently, hang, hang on, is it just because that's my that's my beer? I mean, that's what I yeah, that's what I drink. Is it just good or is it great, Ryan? I, I you know what honestly I that's what I drank almost the entire time until um, we were sitting down on Saturday night. I mean it was late before I tried the long drink. Um, it was late on Saturday night bef- and and we were all sitting down and um, and Andy said you know she said something about wanting a long drink and I was like what what is this long drink you speak of? Because she wasn't drinking it out of the can. She had it out, out of a glass or a jar like she has in front of her there. So I didn't know what she was drinking. And then they, they brought one over, and then then I drank the long drink for the remainder of the night. Yeah, but but prior, you- prior to that, I, the whole the – whole, all of Friday night and all of Saturday up until that time, I had only drank their um, Hefeweizen. So that's the one I drank the whole time, and it was very, very good. Good. It's very good. We will have a good selection – of their beers on tap we have eight taps and and when the rally comes there's no domestic beers on tap i figured if you drive all the way across the country to south dakota in this rally and you drink it want to drink a goddamn bud light or a coors light (laughs) drink it out of a can that's right i'm I'm with you frank i I was stationed in germany for seven years and i just i you know i just think american brand beer is shit so i'm looking forward to coming out and tasting your wares we will have a good selection i will say that i think our hefeweizen is very very good as far as you know there's one out of nebraska that i really love that if you put ours you know next to each other i would probably choose the one out of nebraska and that's probably because it's a little bit heavier on the coriander and sometimes i like my beers to be less sweet and more savory if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but our Heffy is really, really good. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So yeah, that's, that's our other little side yeah. side gig that we have going on. And we won't have it this time, Dave, but we also make a very nice Dunkel, which Ooh. I actually prefer to our Heffy, um, but mm-hmm. that won't come out till September. So I don't think we'll yeah. have it here, but if, if you plan to come back, we will, we will buy extra because we can, like I told you earlier, I'm I'm looking forward to being your next repeat customer, man. I think uh, that just reminds me to see a lot, a lot of you. You got to start working, cake, so. Yeah. Now you just put another thing on my to do list. Way to go, guys! What's that? Well, you we got to order more beer. We got to start ordering, <laughs> start ordering, ordering now to be ready for, for literally three and a half weeks from now. So because there's it's just we're already ordering our pounder beers to get in. So we have them for the rally because wow. it's, it's, you know, because it's our, it's our luck that you will order the stuff and they'll go, well, we don't have that. Yeah. You know, yeah. 2021, um, I was up there full time with Frank and we literally started ordering stuff for rally in like May and June because every time we put an order in, it just wasn't available, like all kinds of different stuff. So it was just a rotating you know, because we go through a lot of alcohol and a lot of beer. And so, you know, we have full storage rooms full of pounder beers 
stacked up to the ceiling and they'd be like, no, we, we don't have that. You can't get it. And they were like, why are you ordering it so early? And I'm like, because I don't want to have this conversation with you in July because I'm going to be very upset. But for all those who, there's a lot of people who are non drinkers, especially on motorcycles, um, which, you know, I highly encourage, um, We did start bringing in something called liquid death last year. Have you guys ever heard of that? Oh, yeah. Is that that water in a can? Yeah. It is so good. It is so weird. Water. (laughs) It's amazing. Just like water. Yeah. It's It's water water in a can. It's a mind fuck is what it is. What do they call it? Death. Liquid death. It'll murder your thirst. That's their tagline. Yeah. It is amazing marketing. Mm-hmm. They are they are able to sell you a three or four dollar can of water and make you excited about it. Yeah. And yeah. a lot of people when they don't know what it is, and I would um, try to you know, be responsible, have one beverage and have a water. And they're like, "You're double fisting," and I'm like, "No, this is water." And they're like, "No, there's no way that can be water in that can." I'll be like, "Try it." Yeah. And they're like, "It's actually water." Is it tap water? No, no, no. Well, so they do have just a, a true, like, uh, you know, spring water, whatever you want to call it. But then they do more of the soda waters that have a little bit of flavor, like a lime. I think they have a watermelon, um, a peach. They just came out with, like, an Arnold Palmer. An style. Arnold Palmer type. Hmm. Um, but we were introduced to them in Arizona quite a few years ago. We went down there. We go every year to Bike Week in they're giving um, it away for free. They're giving it away. And it really, to me, it was because sometimes drinking is more of that social aspect of just having it in your hand and, you know, having it in a can obviously just kind of builds on that social aspect of drinking and all of those things. So I think that it's it was a huge hit in Arizona amongst the biking community down there. And so a couple of years ago, I decided to bring it up and people loved it. I mean, it was, they would put it in their saddlebags. So when they stopped someplace, they would, you know, have some water to drink and stuff like that. So it just brings more of that, you know, social aspect of biking and having a drink at a stop without the actual drink at the stop, which is a great idea. So Tony, explain this mind fuck to me. You said it was a mind. Well, fuck. because you, you're, you got a can, right? And yep. you, and it's water and it just <laughs> it doesn't make any sense when you're drinking it you know what i mean and it's, and it's not and it's not carbonated right no it's not carbonated it's just water so it's like well, they do have some that are carbonated but they have options yeah the one i had was not carbonated so you're like expecting you know a beer or a coke or or something and it's just like it's fucking weird man <laughs> it threw me <laughs> off i prefer my water in a plastic in a plastic <laughs> bottle okay but think about that Back in the 90s, when pl- when water started being bottled, how many of us said, why in the hell would I buy bottled water? And now we I all know. live off the bottled water. I know. Have you so had the, the water out of a carton? Yeah, they have that boxed water, too. Yeah, that throws me oh. off, too. <laughs> it's like drinking a milk yeah. carton, but it's Yeah, water. it's like in a milk carton. It's like, what the fuck is this, man? It's just throwing me off. Hey, Pretty you guys ever tried to... Yeah, every, picture have wise. you have you guys ever tried that the 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 strangest way ever? You ever tried water out of a hose? Yeah, garden hose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely, I still it's do called, it. It's called yeah. yeah, it's called hose water. Yep, yeah. mm-hmm. I grew up it, on it. 
I did too. It's the only so, water I was allowed to drink because I couldn't yeah. drink water in the house. My mom. I like, wasn't allowed in the house. Me so, neither. Go outside go. To play. Like, There's outside. a hose outside you can drink out of. It's perfectly yeah. good. I'm like, mom, that hose is sitting in the dirt. She's like, the water will rinse it off. Let it run for a while. Let it cool down. That's right. You got to give it about thirty seconds or so. Let it cool down. Get all the bugs out of the water hose. Yeah. When you're, you know, when you're a kid and you stick the whole hose in your mouth, you turn the water on and you get that mouthful of scalding hot water. You still do that, don't you, Ryan? Yeah. I usually, I usually grip it with both hands like this now, Tony. Why? Oh my God. Why is it that there's things that you keep sticking in your mouth? <laughs> You're catching on there, Frank. <laughs> Very good, Frank. Very good. Well it only only took you 45 minutes what Brittany took her six months to figure out. <laughs> Let me ask you guys a couple of things uh, that people may want to know about staying at the Iron Horse Inn. So there are a couple of things, and I've been thinking about this lately because actually I was going to send you an email and ask you. I'm riding halfway across the country. I get to the Iron Horse Inn. How can I clean my bike? Is there a that bike wash? That is a solid question. Area? That's a big question there. Yeah, so um, we have four banks of rooms, and on each um, bank of rooms, there are um, we provide hoses. and there Garden hoses. <laughs> You're that right? Garden hoses. In case you get thirsty. Uh, and rags um, <laughs> for you to, you know, wash down your bike and different things like that. Um so yeah, there's uh, we provide all of those things at the end of each building. Oh, very Holy cool. shit! I can wash my bike when I get there. So so mm-hmm. we just we just need to bring our own like detergent or yeah yeah yeah. So like if you have something specific that you want to use, I know that Greg uses like you well, know Percy bug slide Sinside or area, and I usually have like a gallon of bug slide hanging out or oh, bug slides my work my, yeah. my jam. And actually, I told Andy, I, I I think this is you know an opportunity for us too. And and I was looking into some of the bug slide dealers. Um, where we could buy in bulk or, you know, get some kind of deal for exposure for them because the amount of people we, I mean, we have between 1,500 and 2,000 people that come through our place during that 10 days. Um, you know, if they can understand the the opportunity to get their product in front of people that have, may have never seen it before, we all they're at their cost per unit is very low. Um, even if they're selling it to us at cost and we can provide that to, to the guests, you know, that, you know, you get your little microfiber bag, even if you get the little bug slide, you know, that, yeah. that, that goes a long ways for just cleaning it that week when you're at the rally. So. Oh yeah. No, I've, I've used bug slide for years. So, so I got my bike so I can get there. I can clean my bike. Mm-hmm. What about, um, my clothes are nasty. I need to do my laundry. We have laundry in each building as well. And two washers, two dryers. And how, how does that work? Is that a, you guys have the detergent too and all that good stuff? Yep. You can buy it at the front desk. Wow. Yep. They got everything taken care of. They got, yeah, it they got you covered. Uh, and I think you guys said before, like I'm, I'm diabetic. I've got to store my, my meds. Yep. So we do not. Um, and this is probably a comment that I get most frequently. Like when people leave a review is that, you know, um, they don't, we don't have a microwave and a refrigerator in every room. Right. And that really just comes down to the fact that 194 microwaves and refrigerators would be an absolute nightmare. But we do have them upon request, um, specifically for people that need, you know, have medications or different things like that. So we have that. We also have, um, you can purchase a bag of ice if you bring your own cooler, um, different cool. things like that. So all that's on yep. site. 
Yep. Yeah. Very cool. Do you, have a, do you have a sundry store or something on site as well? Or like, I'm sorry, like a sundry store for deodorant? No, we do not. Stuff? Okay. But that doesn't mean I couldn't do that. That's a great idea. I'm always looking for new ideas to make me work harder. Everyone's I've got ideas. <laughs> I've got ideas that'll make you work harder. Everybody wants a toothbrush once in a while. Yeah. yeah. And, and toothpaste. And toothpaste, yeah. yeah. Something and, else I can put on my mouth, I guess. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Yeah. We also, um, so Dave, our the community we're in is, is small, Very right? Small. Uh, and Very we small. have um, two gas stations that are, you know, bigger mm-hmm. where they sell additional things. We also have um, A&J Supply, which they sell everything from... Levi's to work boots, you know, to, they make, you know, old school keys on the key grinder. Um, so some of that stuff, when people are looking for them, we're like, Hey, literally it's going to take you two, three minutes to get over there. And, and that's, you know, that, that makes the community stronger if people are, you know, spreading mm-hmm. the money around. So. Yeah, absolutely. I, I did have, I did have and one the, question. The, that's a logistically, go ahead, Dave. I'm sorry. Just, just one more. So you mentioned the gas stations and this is, some of us have been hit by this a couple of times. Just want to make sure they, the gas stations have 93 octane. Is it 93? We have, we have 90, 91 or 93. But it's not all of the gas stations around where we're at because they know motorcyclists expect and want. It's 91, no ethanol. So. Yep. Okay. Okay. Very cool. Yep. Sorry. Yep. Go ahead, Ryan. No, that that actually was my question. It was actually centered around logistics of, of gas. So are those gas stations just packed all the time? Do you like are you like waiting in line to get gas and that kind of stuff? No. Most people don't come off of the interstate to come into Whitewood um, unless they have a reason to come there or if they, you know, they don't know what's going on there. They're going to more do spearfish um, the next. Yeah. Surges the next inter intersection or, or off off ramp west of where we are um, takes you into Deadwood and there's a huge gas station complex there. So yep, usually okay. the ones in town are not that. The ones in sure. town are sure. filled with our customers. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Yeah. I, I was just, I was curious about the logistics of that. Cause we were talking about that, even planning our trip down there. I was like, you know, guys, we're going uh, you know, that Thursday before everything kind of kicks off, we're going to hit surges traffic on the way down. Some of the gas stations and normal stops that we make are probably going to be, you know, are going to have, uh, um, you know, are going to be a little bit more crowded with with people there filling up at that kind of stuff. So, well, Ryan, you were just there. Is there anything like that 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 people should know about that you encountered on your way um, into the Iron Horse Inn? Um, you know, not specifically for us because we took a couple of different routes that we were not familiar with because we were trying to avoid weather. So, I mean, if you're crossing North Dakota, um, if you're going to go, say, 94 across North Dakota, you're going to hit a gas station about every 100, 120 miles. It's kind of the perfect distance, especially if you have, uh, you know, a bike with four gallon four gallon tanker up. So they're, they're perfect distances all the way down. And then if you go all the way to Dickinson and head south, that's kind of how we have been traveling there the last couple of times. There is gas stations, you know, kind of, you know, strategically placed in towns all the way down so that you're at that, you know, about every hundred miles you can stop and get gas. If you go south of Bismarck, which is in the center of the state, then it's a little bit trickier. You have to be a little bit more strategic about where you're going to stop and get gas. On our way back, we we actually went that route and um, went 
you know, kind of diagonal across South Dakota and up through Bismarck. And, and there's some nice scenery up there. But I tell you what, the gas stations in the small towns, we stopped at two gas stations that didn't even have they weren't even paved. Um, and so right. we we did one time put 87 in because there wasn't even anybody working there. The pumps were the only thing that was on and the, and the roads were dirt. So you do have to be a little bit strategic about that. So it's a, that's a little bit um, a little bit different, but not you just just planning is really all it takes. So. Uh-huh. Ryan Jusnap in Midland? Um, they have a big gravel parking lot. That's why I was asking. Because there's there's a town either side of that where they have – it's more paved and cleaner. Sure. But. No, I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember. The, the yeah. One of the places that we stopped was north – I think further north. It was just before we got into North Dakota. And it was a really small town. And it was only like two pumps. And – um, it was gravel. I mean, and, and the and the pumps were old, and you know, probably took credit cards when just just after the slide things were not being used anymore. So, so Dave, you guys which, remember those? Which route are you coming in? Will you be coming in on ninety? Uh, I'm probably going to be coming across on ninety. I haven't okay. haven't planned everything out in detail yet, but uh, I've got an army buddy of mine that lives in Vermilion. Just, uh, I think, south of Sioux Falls. So I'm probably yeah. going to make a stop there and catch up with him and his wife and and then okay. come in from there. And the only reason why I mention it is because I know that they're coming from North Dakota. There is the option coming in on Highway 34, which takes you directly through downtown Sturgis. Sturgis and, that's- and that day that you guys are going to be coming in, Ryan, it, depending on the time of day, it could take you an hour to an hour and a half with stop and go traffic to get through the four miles of Sturgis. Yeah, right. yeah we're, we're not yeah, going that, that way. We we'll did. go around. Yeah, that, that part we did in like four minutes to get through the whole town. Yeah. That can literally take you several hours to get through that. Yeah, we did that. We did that a couple of years ago off rally and it was fine. But yeah, we're not going to go that route. We'll go around it and avoid it a little bit. So yeah. Yeah, I'm going so to be, hanging, I'm gonna be hanging out with them, man. I'll be waiting on you at the Iron Horse Inn. Mm-hmm. If anybody has any questions again, you know, as maybe what direction to come from or how to avoid things, you know, let us know and we're happy to share what we do, what we can. Yeah. And reach out to us on the discord or whatever. We're happy. We're, we, we check it on the regular basis. So yeah. Thank you guys for being uh, active on the discord. We appreciate that. Yeah. It's, it's a fun little environment to be on. I enjoy it. I like Brittany's control. I like that she, you know, manhandles everybody. <laughs> we appreciate that. Yeah. You need a little whip cracking emoji so you can. There you go. There. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're looking forward to getting out there. This uh, this is going to be super exciting. Absolutely. Brittany, speaking of control, what do you put in that hair? There's something about Mary Jell. I know. <laughs> There's something going on tonight. It's 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 a deeper hue. And, I colored uh, my hair, and it's more spikier. So I haven't since I had my eye surgery. I haven't colored my hair in like I think three months. So now you can see what color it is since you had the surgery, and you went shit. I gotta I gotta do something. No, I just didn't want to like get the. I, I, I don't know if you've ever colored your hair or been to a hair salon. So I, I have. Cover I don't have hair. any hair, Brittany. Thank you. <laughs> well, you could color your scalp, I guess. Get a tattoo up there or something. 
I'm here for you, Brittany. I know what it's like. It's <laughs> like the the chemical. I just didn't want it to irritate my eyes, so I just held off for a while. But yeah, I colored you, it the other day. I used to bleach your eyes. <laughs> Clearly, you've never applied color to your head because you don't know what it's like. He did. No. Then, all, then all his hair fell out. So it did. Well, you are unfortunate. It was a backlash. They make <laughs> they make hair chalk now, Tony. That you could you could use chalk onto his scalp. Yeah, you could it's chalk your people beard. that you know people that are going through like cancer treatment and stuff. You can fuck like, you, fuck you, them. and fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> we should get I Tony a mullet. Tony so needs a, a mullet back. wig. Tony needs a mullet wig to wear at FDBM in this year. That's it. There either that, either that, or you need to dress like you. Back now. Either that, or you need to dress like the colonel. Dress like the colonel. It's a lot of work to be a Kentucky colonel, man. It takes some time. Yeah, you show up in the seersucker suit with the hat. And, they you know, do. The there's actual. There's. You bring your bucket, Tony. And, you know, it's like a bucket. real thing to be a Kentucky colonel. It's, it's no just shit. really scary watching him walking around licking his fingers. It's just, oh, you know. Yeah. It's just, uh, wow. It's a little creepy. Jesus. A little creepy. That's coming from you, Dave, calling Tony creepy. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. You got that here. Come over here and sit on my lap, little girl. Look on your face right now. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, Ryan's on fucking fire tonight, isn't he? Uh, he's got a hair up his ass over something. <laughs> he sure uh, does. There's, there's things going out and in his mouth. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I think well, at least one of you guys need to come out with me and help me because it's just me and Ryan out. At, uh, out I'll at be here for you. I'm here Thank, for you. Will you? All right. See? Yeah. yeah. My and problem he, is that filter between back. my mouth and my brain was removed. And Dave, I did get him. I don't think you had one to start. But we're breaking him down. Hey, I know. You know, it's (laughs) you just he just he just needs a little bit of class. Just a little bit of class, and we'll be uh we'll be good. Me, I need class. Is that what you said? Yeah, I will say no one. And he was unsupervised for several hours on Saturday. And I, I spoke to everybody that he spoke to after the fact, and no one complained about. Well, this, co- this coming that's, up that's weekend. That's the best compliment I can give you, Ryan, and that's a good <laughs> This weekend coming up, of course, when this podcast release, Ryan will be coming out to visit me in Illinois, right? I'm going to try like hell to get him in a fight. <laughs> Jesus. It won't take much. <laughs> we go down to Alton. There's MCs everywhere. <laughs> you like, see that guy? Right. He, he says, you're a fucker. <laughs> Jesus. Hey everyone, quick announcement regarding our 1975 Ironhead Sportster as it will be attending the Harley-Davidson 120th anniversary this weekend and will be shown during the Detroit's Antique Motorcycle Show at the Harley-Davidson Museum on Saturday, July 15th. If you are up for the 120th, make sure and stop by to see Jared Weems and Percy during the show, which runs from 11 to 5. While you're there, buy some tickets and help us reach a goal for Autism Society of America. Autism now affects 1 in 36 children in the United States. There is no cure. There are, however, treatments and services to help these individuals live their best lives. Only a few months left until we draw a winner at FDBN September 16th. Well, I will be live streaming uh, from the from the area starting on Friday, the, what is that, the 13th? I think that's the 13th. No, Friday 14th. the 14th. Mm-hmm. So, um... 
uh, follow me on Instagram and uh, follow along as we do live streams. And I'm sure I'll be going up to hit, hit up, uh, hook up with Jared at some point. Yeah, Mr. Weems will be there sure, doing yeah. plenty of coverage on the bike. And, of course, he'll be hauling it there from Louisville. So go say hi to him and Dave. Yep. And Walter votes will be with And me. Walter, so yes. Yeah. Man, I wish I can go up there. But we're going to be having our own fun here. And then well. it'll also be the bike will also be at Fuel Cleveland as a reminder. So Yep, in a couple um, more weeks. Yep. Yep. The bike's going places. And hopefully after that I can bring it to the shop here and display it to all the customers of walk ins that we have here at Ted's. Yep. Until I don't know, early September or so. We have uh FDBM and we'll finally be picking a winner of that bike. So if you haven't bought tickets yet, go to fiberybikers.com. There's a link on the raffle page where you can go to buy tickets. So please go buy a bunch. Speaking of FDBM, do you guys have any announcements for yourself about FDBM? Yeah, we'll be there. So we'll be there. Yeah. yes. Yay. We're going to cock smokers. So yeah, we, we will be there. Um, I had been tossing around the idea with Greg for a while. Um, he had some other uh, potential trips going on, and um, I, I just, I kind of decided that if he wasn't going to go, I was going to go by myself, regardless. So, um, but we'll be there. We're really excited. We're going to be there coming in on Thursday, being there Friday, Saturday, Sunday, flying out Monday, and then Frank is going to come as well. Nice. So it'll be the nice. whole damn crew. Yeah. Nice. Sweet. So well, I have I'll have one person of class to hang around with at FDB. Thank you, thank you Frank. I appreciate you. You, you yeah, and I would be best. I, I knew you were talking to me, and Andrew tried to butt in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, I'm the one that's making this shit happen. Oh. <laughs> hey, we go to the Asia buffet. We'll all make shit happen. There you go. Yeah. You ain't kidding there. I'm not going back to Asian buffet. I'll look for a Dunkin' Donuts or something. I'm not yeah, you and I, I will make the smart decisions. That he's gonna go. I now know that Tony I just go yes. for the entertainment. These guys throw out a bad restaurant. Andy and I are like, "See you later. We're gonna go eat somewhere else." Yeah. <laughs> you and I, gas station hot dogs. That's right. Yeah. We'll That's get some of those news. for Tony. Yep. Yeah, I prefer the taquitos, the ones that, you know, the mm, hard yeah. ones. Yeah, like that's what I prefer. Well, Dustin's going to shove Casey's pizza down your throat. So. Casey's no, we don't pizza have a Casey's. is good. We, we have, have Casey's. Casey's. We have Casey's up here. Do you, do you eat the pizza? It's good, well, right? It is good. Yeah, it's Dustin, really good. I'm going to have a piece of Casey's pizza in South Dakota up at Andy and Greg's, just in your honor. The biscuits and gravy we will eat breakfast it. pizza We will eat it on the podcast the one day. No, hold, 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 hold on. No, 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 what no, did no. you just say? Yeah. 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 Biscuit, they have biscuits and gravy. Like, isn't mm-hmm. it called biscuits and gravy? Breakfast pizza. pizza. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at Casey's. No, fuck that. Somebody should be shot for making that. We're not going to, Dave, it's we can't so eat. It's so good. Have you, you've never had it. Breakfast pizza is amazing. It's we, so good. With biscuits and gravy pizza? I'm not doing biscuits yeah. and gravy pizza. No. The bacon, egg, and cheese pizza? Well, you guys are just steady I'll eat downers. Bacon, egg, and it cheese. doesn't give you the shits. No, it does not. <laughs> hey, Dave, I mean, we can't. We can't have the we can't have Casey's Pizza at the Iron Horse Inn. That can't happen. They have way better pizza there. Well, that's yeah. Fair. But I'm, that's I'm fair, saying but... we can have a piece to honor Dustin. 
Yeah, we're, we can. Well, Ryan will be coming out here in a week. I'm going to order a bunch of those fuckers. <laughs> we're going to eat in my backyard. <laughs> Dustin, they ask for anything else. You're like, sorry, all we got is Casey's. It's Casey's or Subway. That's it. <laughs> and Ryan's already had enough footlongs. We're not that's cooking right. any other food. You got to eat the damn pizza. Right. <laughs> no, it should be fun. Looking forward to it. Those gas station hot dogs will leave a mark. Yes, they will. <laughs> if you shake them hard enough. <laughs> well, we're excited to have all of you guys. Well, we're excited to have Dave and Ryan here. And then we would love. Our dog has decided that she's had enough of being in her kennel. So, Greg is trying. Aww. She's here. I'm going to try to gently. Yeah. Aww. She's a piece of work. Just like her Giant. mama. Yeah, she is. <laughs> Ryan, you got to see her, didn't you? I did, yeah. How she's tall a, is she? Um, well, Here's she's above the table, so I would say That's she's tall. about three, three foot tall, three and a half foot Rams. tall. There you go. She's an 11 and a half year old Great Dane. She might, so she might oh, they're there. That's why. Great Dane. So she's Great got, Danes are big. Yeah, she's a cow. <laughs> yeah so but we're excited to have you guys here and we're really excited to make our way to um louisville because i mean obviously we you know our motorcycling world revolves around you know surges and whitewood and things like that so it'll be fun to have our adventure um in motorcycle motorcycling elsewhere as well so we're excited well, we're looking forward to having you there. Yeah, that'll be it's fun. Hell, yeah. be a lot yeah. of fun. Some good riding out there. Good. Yeah, we're going to rent a bike. Um, unfortunately, due to timing and everything, we're going to have to rent a bike with Greg's job and everything. But we're going to rent and um, also get a Jeep. So regardless, the oh, wind nice. is in our hair. So get some uh, wind time regardless of what vehicle or motor vehicle we're on. Well, hopefully we'll be able to do a ride to one of the distilleries this year. So yeah, we need to go back to Castle and Key and go in this yes. time. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So you did not go in the last time? It, COVID. it was COVID. COVID. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. But I did I did get a bottle of the rye whiskey the last time we went out, and it was really good. So I need to get the bourbon this time. Because they so were I'm- actually they were actually finishing their aging of their first batch when we went out there in twenty. So we could smell it in the air when Tony took us out oh, to the distillery. It was the best oh, smelling. Oh. Really? Yeah. Very yeah. Cool. Almost got a DUI just driving. Snippers are all. Some call it distillery tour. Some call it Sniffers Row. There you go. When you guys are here, when you guys are here, we'll have to have Andy tell you the story about the time she got eighty six from the strip club. (laughs) (laughs) Her mother, what that actually meant. We'll save that for a little. Okay, so I think I think we'll do that on one of the live nights from the I bar after she's had a few drinks. We got a couple long drinks or whatever. Funny thing about it, I haven't heard about it either. Well, Ryan, don't don't forget we got to bring an extra mic. Yeah, yeah, already. Well, I will be the only one with a mic because we can't keep any secrets around here. Obviously, (laughs) 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 one mic will do. All right, guys. Well, thank you again for for coming on, and uh, we look forward to seeing you in in three short weeks. Is it three three weeks only? 
Yeah, I told Ryan I'm see you in six weeks, and he looked at me like, "What are you talking about?" And I'm like, "No, it's like four weeks, right?" Back yeah, it's yeah. real soon. It's it's yeah. less than yeah, Percy. You're here in 28 days, give or take. Yeah, yeah. That's There's nuts. gonna be some FOMO coming from me. That's for sure. Yeah, but it, I'll get out there sometime. Absolutely, it sounds like a, an awesome place to go if you if you ride. Yeah, it is. Bucket list thing. Yeah. So we'll see you in four weeks, and then like another six weeks. See yeah. you then. And All if right. you guys are uh, if you're listeners and you're you're going out to Sturgis, stop by the Iron Horse Inn if you're not already booked in, and come see me and Ryan. Or go anytime. Or let us know. Yeah, absolutely. All right, guys, that's it for this episode. Till next time, keep it dirty. Find us on Facebook and look us up on Instagram and TikTok at 530Bikers.